I'm not sure if y'all can hear this, but I swear, every time I click on the record button in GarageBand, someone's revving the shit out of their motorcycle, or someone's taking the fattest shit upstairs, or there'll be an aeroplane or a helicopter just flying around. I don't know what's going on, man, but maybe there could be confirmation bias that could explain it. Anyway, welcome back to another episode of Lohai Trips. I hope you're all safe and well. So I've decided to spice things up for today's episode by outsourcing the review to my best mate, William. We frequently critique, analyze, dissect, and judge TV shows and movies. In other words, we indulge in mutual mental masturbation. Hashtag no homo. Unless. <laughs> anyway, so William has written a paragraph which I will now read. But right before that, needless to say, spoilers ahead. And if you did not expect this, then needless to say that you're not the brightest person on earth. Alright, let's get into it and uh, just prepare for a lot of breathing sounds and plosives. I have no idea why, maybe it's the um, settings? Here we go. This series is a very refreshing look into Westeros as it displayed Westeros in a time of peace and prosperity rather than the usual tone set by the Game of Thrones series which were of war and conquest. Despite the various time jumps throughout the series, I found the pacing excellently handled as it is in times of peace and prosperity, little would change from the status quo. By moving through different time frames, we can observe the characters grow and mature, gradually developing their character arcs. Renara transformed from a teenager that wanted nothing to do with politics but just ride her dragon around and explore the world, turned into a woman understanding her responsibility she has to her house, the realm, and to her family. She balances the responsibilities left by her father to unite the realm and preserve this long period of peace, all while overcoming the weaknesses of her father for being too forgiving and trusting that allowed the seeds of discord to grow within his ranks. Daemon, too short great growth throughout the series, from an arrogant brat that saw himself the better successor to the crown than the ass, <laughs> ass to the throne through a more mature, loving character that understands the importance of family over ambition. Alison, growing from an innocent, naive and righteous individual, made to become more cunning and ambitious as she served her years as queen over an ill and weakened king. As far as the best characters of season 1 goes, King Viserys literally takes the crown as his performance was not only impeccable, but his character of being a good man but a poor king to his people. His reluctance to act and blindness of love towards his family has set the stage for a war he has ever tried so hard to avoid. I really appreciate the showmakers being confident enough to entrust their audience to read between the lines and allowing scenes to breathe, as not everything needs to be spelt out or have an action scene to feel the quote-unquote boring setups. House of the Dragon is truly a more intimate series as it focuses on family dynamics and politics rather than the nation as a whole, which is a very refreshing take as not every series needs to be tied to a larger narrative of a big Infinity Wars type of battle, throwing shade to, its, uh, to Marvel, I see. Season 1 concluded with all the small conflicts and consequences set up throughout the series paid off in one extremely effective finale. 
I enjoyed the fact that the House of Dragon did not rely on its Game of Thrones brand recognition and CGI dragons, but the well-written plot, characters, and storytelling aspect to deliver a heck of a series. From all the trash cash grab series out of lately, it's truly inspiring that great works of art like these are still produced. So that is the end of William's very brief um, House of the Dragon summary or review. Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, did I pass my IELTS slash PTE reading test? I hope I did. I didn't realize how difficult it was to read off a script as compared to just sharing whatever's at the top of my head. You know, um, but anyway, I genuinely believe that uh, House of the Dragon is a series worth trying and watching. Um, if you did not follow Game of Thrones, uh, probably don't bother. I don't know because the last two seasons were obviously very traumatizing to most, if not all, of the viewers. But yeah, like I said, um, after the first season of House of the Dragon, I'm genuinely all in. I'm ready to be heard once again. I had zero expectations going into it um, due to the trauma of the final two seasons of Game of Thrones, but I, it's safe to say that the first season of House of the Dragon was of peak Game of Thrones quality. So that's truly saying something. Um, very proper world building, consistent character development, fitting casting, immersive acting, just a whole lot, you know. If you haven't watched Game of Thrones... I would say, you know, give House of the Dragon a try because it's uh, two completely different stories despite the fact that they're all intertwined with one another one way or the other. So, yes, I'm running out of breath. Still no idea why there's a lot of um, plosives like Peter Parker, you know what I mean? But yes, um, thank you all for listening. I'm just going to keep it short and simple. Hope you have a lovely week or weekend ahead. Stay safe, stay high, stay low, stay hydrated, drive safe, and we'll see you on the next episode. Also, shout out to William.